Hi everyone, it's Hannah. And Holly, and we're just here to say that um, if you are enjoying the show and you want to show us some support, we now have a Patreon, um, which will be linked in the description. So head on over there. We've got very exciting things coming, uh, including Celebrity Corner and Bad Book Club. So if that's something you'd like to hear more about, go check it out. And thank you for your enduring support. We love you. Enjoy the podcast. Hello, welcome to Culture Hang. I am Hannah. I'm Holly. And we like to talk about popular culture from every different era of life and just have fun in general. Um, (laughs) If you want to know more about us, we have all the social medias available to one human, except maybe not LinkedIn, but who really uses LinkedIn? We're not making a LinkedIn for no, the podcast. No, we're Sorry, not guys. doing it. It's not happening. We don't have a Tumblr, but everything else, we are there. Yeah. We have the TikTok, the Twitter, the YouTube, the Instagram. We do have a Facebook. No one uses it, but it's there. We have a Patreon. Um, and if you fancy leaving us a review after this, you can do that on any of those platforms or just on the podcast places. We love constructive criticism. Yes. Make sure it's constructive. Please don't just like comment on things we can't change because we cannot change them. <laughs> Accents and voices. voices, yeah, we can't do much about <laughs> yeah, that. But nice constructive criticism that. if you would prefer that we spent less time talking about a certain thing and more time on other things. Yeah. We'd love to hear that. So let us know. But enough about that. We will get on to the popular culture. We like to begin with popular culture from the week. Holly, take it away. It was a bit of a light week, and I feel like I say that most times. But I think because <laughs> looking back, the beginning of the year was so oh, yeah. mental. Yeah. Like, we had so much to talk about at the beginning of the year. Yeah. Now everyone's like having a summer, everyone's chilling out a little bit. But I mean, I the- think to put it in perspective, the beginning of the year began with a actor turning out to be a cannibal. You can't really beat that. You can't get and a better riot than that. and like yeah. a, a coup. <laughs> yeah, you can't. There's not much more you can do than that. I have found a couple of things recently, like in the past day, but they're quite small, so you can go. Yeah, ahead. but not, but you know, Nothing no big like bombshells this week. No, no. <laughs> um, there was apparently in a leaked guest list yes. for the Met Gala. Love this. Um, that people are really unhappy about, but it's fake. Yeah, like, I'm sorry. The the seating chart they hilarious. <laughs> It was ridiculous. It had like Charlie D'Amelio sitting next to Beyonce or like Lady Gaga. Yeah. And she was at the head of the table or something. I'm like, genuinely, this is probably a 12 year old who's like, oh, I've just watched all the reviews about the Met Gala 2019. And, um, oh, yeah, it'll be them, won't it? It will be all of them. (laughs) They were all there. They're going to be there again. I like Charlie D'Amelio. They're not going to the Met Gala. I'm sorry. No, they're not. One of the most stupid ones, and this is how you should have known it was fake. Because if he actually turns up, how stupid of Anna Wintour. Um, James Charles is on the seating chart, sat yep. next to The Weeknd and Idris Elba, <laughs> which is... Can you imagine? What, what are they talking about? What, what are they, they chatting about? Because um, I, I don't think they have anything in common. But also, James Charles has been cancelled again and again and again this year. Yeah. If he actually turns up at the Met Gala this year... I will be baffled because yeah. what? It's, have they looked at any, I, I don't want to say news, but I guess entertainment news from the past year? You can't bring in this man. You can't no. have him at your event. And also they're just not like, 
they're young. They have very young fashion tastes. They're not high fashion. I don't want to see like them turn up in TikTok fashion. I want to see <laughs> Rihanna levels of effort here. Yeah. And I'm d- always disappointed by the effort that goes into the Met Gala. So please do more and don't yeah. invite people who aren't high fashion. Yeah. But and I, I think it's, it's, it's... Yeah. And it's it, fake, yeah. basically. But... <laughs> But the people that would make sense, like because they are they are starting to slowly like draft in mm. um, more celebrities. So yeah. we had like Liza Koshy presented mm. it for a couple of years in a row, which was kind of cool for her. Um, yeah. I know Lily Singh was she invited or was she like just part of the like? She, did, she was maybe involved in something. She was definitely invited. Yeah, to she things. was there. Yeah, she was there. And then James Charles was there. Yeah. in twenty nineteen. Um, but you have to be invited by a designer. And, like, I yeah. watched Addison Rae's... Well, I watched people reacting to Addison Rae's yeah. um, Vogue uh, yes. seven-day... It's so bad. I don't it know why. Bad. They're like, you love blazers now, Addison. Like, this is your thing. Like, stick a blazer know, over a jean short. She's young. Like, don't make her wear blazers. Just let her wear, like, I don't know, <laughs> let her go into an Urban Outfitters and, like, pick out everything and she go wants wild. there. You yeah. know? <laughs> but that's, that's what people were angry about. They thought that there's rumours that she's invited well, it wouldn't properly. Su- it wouldn't be like surprise me if she is there. If I'm honest, it wouldn't surprise no, she, me if she's, she's there. she's everywhere at the like, Exactly. I'm not going to blame her if she turns up either. Like, I think we'd all take <laughs> that opportunity. Um, oh, yeah. But it would be ridiculous if she was sat next to Lady Gaga. Because, again, what are they <laughs> going to talk about? And poor Addison Rae, this is probably the only thing I would have sympathy for her. Lady Gaga will ignore her. She will not yeah. talk to her. She will not give her the time of day. Because wh- what would they talk Why about? Why should she? Yeah. Yeah. What would they talk about? If I sat next to Lady Gaga, she wouldn't talk to me. She'd be like, what <laughs> is this peasant? She's not going to talk to Addison Rae. So at least if you are inviting Addison Rae, I don't know, have like a table. Stick her for- on the Kardashian yeah, table. I don't know. Oh, yeah. She can sit next to Courtney. She knows her, like them. BFF, who's 20 years older than her. <laughs> I feel like this is a nice segue into one of the things I had. Kylie Jenner is rumored oh, yeah. to be pregnant. So there's just that. Good for her. I don't think it's good that these things always get leaked because she seems to have want to keep them private. But do we think Chris is behind it? Yeah. Well, there we go. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's to get people to talk about it more. Yeah. I feel like... I think the first time it was genuine. Semi. I think maybe she wanted it to be <laughs> private and... And then they just ran with yeah. it and they were like, but we're going to be like extremely private to the point where we just deny it yeah. point blank. Yeah, I think so. And But it was getting like so much attention. I remember when that video came out. I remember like my housemates were screaming. I was like, what's happening? Why were we bothered by it? Why I are we know. bothered? Don't find, like, why are we so bothered by people having babies and things like that? Because like, it's their choice and they can do it. But why do I have to be involved? <laughs> why do I have to care? Um, I think it was just that, like, they'd managed to hide it and they were so famous. Well, do you I feel know like... what I actually think it was? That they hadn't managed to hide it and everyone had been like, yeah, Kylie Jenner's pregnant. She's going to be pregnant. And then when it came out, that video came out and she actually was pregnant and everyone was like, oh, so we were right. It was very validating for us. Yeah, uh, it was. It, it felt was like, very we validating. We knew all along. <laughs> yeah, it was like, we, we knew it and we wouldn't be told otherwise. Um, so I don't think anyone was actually like, no, she's not pregnant. She was definitely <laughs> pregnant. So probably is pregnant now. Good for her, I guess. And, you know, can't wait to see what she names storm, this one. Storm Storm 2. Storm Storm. Storm Storm 2. <laughs> I hope Though, so. Just, just Storm Storm, like, 
as oh, like storm, hyphenated. Storm, storm, storm. So that's like the second one. Stormy, the stormy. stormy. <laughs> In my head, when I think about Kylie Jenner's, vo- Kylie Jenner's voice now, I never hear her voice. I hear Benito Skinner's voice doing her. <laughs> yeah, so when it's stormy, I <laughs> just hear that. <laughs> and I don't even know if that's how she talks anymore. I'm just hearing... is. I trust him. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Anyway, moving on. Um, and then my last one was a bit of a Trisha Paytas update. Um, yes. Because they just can't help themselves. I think no. they did something so they were like, this would be really funny. Like, <laughs> I think it would be a really funny thing to do. And yep. then obviously people were like, that's really mean. Like, this was your family. And they're like... Yeah, but he was really mean to me too, and he makes like hundreds of videos. She's just, she's just a hypocrite. Like it just annoys yeah. me that we still have to talk about her, them. Sorry, and I don't know. I don't know if they're gonna come back. For, but and also the skits that they're doing with Moses now, like I think it's a thing that they were making a fair amount of money up until recently with. Mm h3 um yeah because it was really popular and people yeah. enjoyed it <laughs> and now they're panicking about losing some of that income especially with a wedding coming up and after just buying a massive mm. mansion yeah maybe it's a panic oh how do i make new content that's going to make a lot of money i'll do very weird skits because yeah. i think they're basing them off do you know Darman? A lot of commentary oh, yeah. channels make videos on Darman, and he does these sort of like inspirational videos. They always okay. have a message, but they're bad acting. So a lot of like commentary channels will be like, "Oh, ha ha, ha funny." Um, I think they're copying those type of videos because okay. those videos get millions and millions of views, and so hopefully these videos would get millions of views and the income would come back up. Don't know how successful that will be, but it got us talking because as soon as I saw that clip, it's like a clip of Trisha and Moses. I I can't even explain it. I the sad thing is Moses is the better actor. He is, isn't he? It's I would not have thought. I wouldn't have expected. No, so it's a (laughs) skit where Trisha, Moses and Trisha dated, and he always called them fat. So they then start a fitness brand that is for (laughs) people with big bums or something and then Moses wants to get back with them but the acting is very strange and 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 so yeah I got us talking about it because as soon as I saw it I sent it to Holly and I was like what is this (laughs) maybe it's working but we'll see yeah I think it's definitely what you said about them like worrying about money it makes a lot mm. of sense now um and especially because ethan started a new podcast called families where he basically just talks to his mom and dad and everyone kind of enjoyed it and it was kind of like yeah wholesome and fine and then because of the whole trisha thing she said his mum sent moses this horrible text yeah. message um saying that you know if Hela miscarries it's going to be because of the stress Trisha's put her- yeah. which like is a horrible thing to say but also we all thought your grand- it, though, didn't we because yeah I think the thing it was, is it was needless Trisha it was really had unnecessary said the same thing about 
Gabby Hanna Je- Gabby to Hanna, Jesse yeah. Smiles. Yeah. I think it's a horrible thing, and I would never say that to someone because it's not something you can put. It's not a good thing to put that pressure on someone else. No. But has the thought crossed our mind? Probably. Realistically, yeah. it's crossed a lot of people's mind. But hopefully, he, the important thing is Healer will be fine and they will have a healthy baby. And yeah. that'll be good. Um, and probably a big stress has been removed because of Trisha. Yeah. So, you know, hopefully it's just quiet and peaceful and what they want. The one person that I really... Because I expect this from Trisha. Uh, Moses, I think, yeah. is sneaky. Um, yeah. Because I think some... And this isn't right either. I think some of the H3 fans on their Reddit page, which I do admit seems very scary, <laughs> doxed Mo- like some people in Moses' life. Right. And it turned out he has been married twice before. Oh, wow. And I don't think Trisha was aware of that knowledge. So (laughs) weird. That's definitely weird. Uh, And I'm not sure that I trust him. I think to see what he's done to hurt his sister's husband. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, not everyone's for like, dysfunctional families exist i'm not saying that everyone has to be like super friendly but it's so public and it's so he's very much aligning himself with trish in a very public way he's pretty old as well like too (laughs) old to be doing this he's in his 40s but he's too old too old to be doing this he just wants his water business uh, I like uh, he just makes me cringe a bit now. I'm sorry, but they are cringy. But they're gonna feed off that like cringe fest Starman stuff. You're so yeah, right. That's just the path yeah. they've decided is gonna be the one for them. How many how many commentary channels? Honestly, if you just typed in Starman commentary commentary videos, there's probably like like we're in the double figures for the amount of videos yeah. I'll be. And everyone knows that like all press is good press so people mm-hmm. people like the fact we know darman's name despite never having watched his videos never coming across anything yeah anymore. it's still good press so yeah. it, it does work it's good it's i mean it works kind of on you know just another update from last week OnlyFans has decided to continue to allow sexually explicit content because there was oh such God. like an uproar and so they were like, yep, you know what? Just kidding. Uh, you can have it back. God, I was talking about what you talking yeah, about. Yeah, once again. again, we're using <laughs> sex work to get business. But yeah, I am glad because yeah. that means people get to keep their income. Another yeah. small thing, um, Shane Dawson put up an Instagram story saying that he was ready to create content again. And I honestly thought, because you know when... <sighs> He kind of just copied Jenna Marbles and she was like, yeah, I'm going. I didn't think they were leaving until they were ready to go again. I thought it was they were leaving until people were ready for them to return. You know, I didn't realize he was just having this time off to work on himself. Yeah, and find his creativity again. Um, (laughs) So they've him and Ryland have moved to nearer Ryland's families. And I think this has helped him with his creativity and so he's returning uh it's official now he will be returning and get ready because we will probably be unpacking some of that here whenever it happens but we will not be watching the videos and hopefully we will be relying on drama channels thank you again drama channels (laughs) and then a happy thing to end on which kind of goes into what we're talking about today is (laughs) jojo siwa is going to be on uh is it dancing with the stars in america 
Yeah, they're like dancing show, which at first glance seems very unfair, seen as she's essentially a professional dancer already. <laughs> so if I was yeah. if I was competing this year, I'd be like, well, I've got no chance. <laughs> yeah. But the fun thing is, she is going to be in their first um, same sex dance couple. Wow. Yeah. So good, JoJo. Good, good JoJo. JoJo. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a pet. Good, JoJo. <laughs> I just like the more I read about what Jojo is doing recently, I'm like, yes, good Jojo. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm really impressed by that because mm. I mean, it's not a thing that America's more conservative than the UK. I definitely think we're we kind of <laughs> we're similar quite, at this point. Yeah, we're yeah. one of the same at the moment. Uh, there's not much it's difference just that in the like, extreme America views. is obviously vastly bigger than the UK. <laughs> yeah. And so, like, what does that say about us? <laughs> yeah, we have more. We're just more contained into one place of like yeah. a lot of differing views, whereas they have certain areas that have a certain view generally, and then yeah. other areas that are not. You know, more left and right areas, mm. whereas we're more mixed. Yeah. everyone's unhappy but yes. that's besides but we the did point. do it not... first <laughs> we <laughs> yeah, did it first and they copied but they did it with miss jojo so i'm thrilled yeah i'm really because also she's actually gay so I know, can you imagine if they just did it with like a straight woman and they were like because <laughs> they would never do it with a straight man because he would be so uncomfortable yeah he wouldn't handle it no he'd be like me dance with another man <laughs> i only came on this show to have an affair um, <laughs> with a beautiful dancer. Yeah, they and they've given me do this it. man. I know. <laughs> I don't want to have an affair with a man. Um, and then, like, he gets so stressed out about it, he thinks he has to have an affair with the man and just does it anyway. And it turns out all along he was bisexual. Um, <laughs> so, the reason that was a good segue is you will have read today we are talking about Dance Moms. Woo, yes. JoJo obviously was on that, but we won't talk too much about JoJo because we have already spoken about her in a previous podcast, which you can go check out. Can't remember the name of it, but it is. Gen Z Child Stars. There we go. She's on there. Um, But yeah, I feel like we've got a lot of things to cover with Dance Moms. Oh, yeah. Where do you want to start? Do you want to start with the show do you want to start with with the show and like i want to start in a happy area so like the show and the most iconic moments or like our most iconic moments from the show the things that we think have really become memes because i've got a couple uh one of my favorites being (laughs) so abby is watching the girls dance and oh if you're not familiar with dance moms it's just Abby Lee, Miller, Abby Lee Miller has a dance studio and all these girls go dance there but the the mums have all this drama with one another and also they watch Abby Lee from Miller. above. Yeah, and they're just like coming and it, it's very exploitative of the children, which we'll yeah. get to. But, so Abby's in the audience and she's on her phone and this mum comes up to her and she's like, you preach theatre etiquette to my kids, put your phone away. Abby, no reaction whatsoever, just turns and leaves the theatre. And the cameramen are just chasing her down the street. She's going. And then it's my favourite bit is the cameraman that just says, she's zooming, dude. What? <laughs> and that's something I like to quote in life. She's zooming, dude. Um, what a bizarre that's... reaction for an adult. Yeah. That's I think that's one of my favorite because it's yes. it's in one of the later seasons as well where it's starting to like it's not going downhill yeah but at this it point because it's already gone downhill but yeah. it's getting more extreme mm. in um, the intensity 
And yeah. it's just the iconic thing of the cameraman chasing her down the street. It <laughs> makes no sense. None of it she makes wheels sense. Away. I know. Because and then I think she just goes to get some ice cream and returns. She does. Yeah. Well, this is what kind of sparked it because I saw a TikTok of um some girls in a restaurant. I love this. And they're singing to their friend and they're like, <laughs> Happy birthday. And then out of nowhere, Abby Lee Miller comes up to their table <laughs> doesn't say anything no. and they're like oh my god it's abby lee miller and she just points it goes what is that yeah what is that and they're like oh it's this dessert ice cream thing and then she like she, she goes, doesn't I even think, want the dessert either no. they offer her the dessert and she's like no no <laughs> goes away that's it but it's so what? it's so strange I, okay i'm gonna ask you a serious question here mm-hmm. would you call abby lee miller a girl boss think about it this is this is difficult. Yeah, it's difficult. Because she doesn't necessarily have girl boss energy. But when we think about what she's done, similar to a girl boss trajectory. I mean, she's, she's really been is. in prison. Even, even the fraud. Yeah, yeah the like, fraud. Proper. Fraud is very girl boss. This is Bankruptcy. And we'll get <laughs> yeah. on to what Abby Lee has done. But, you know, a bit of a spoiler alert. She she's been to prison. She went to prison. <laughs> Um, she's a secret she is a secret girl boss oh she really is another bit I love and I oh why did this exist the Rosa Parks dance oh my god why okay so off the bat why (laughs) why theme a dance around that I don't know I think they were like oh it's really white (laughs) it's really white you've got one dancer yeah black one dancer Nina Nia Nia. Nia, sorry. I'm going to say the majority of Abby Lou Miller's dance company was white. And yeah. Nia was probably like in a very small percentage of anyone who wasn't white. So Abby Lee is like, yeah, we're going to do a Rosa Parks dance. But, and then says this, which, oh, incredible. Don't assume anything. I have no idea who will play Rosa Parks. Cut to Nia stood there like, <laughs> sorry, what? And then Nia's mum, Dr. Holly, the only good parent on the show i think yeah um she literally just says really like it's (laughs) such a weird thing that this is real people yeah uh and then there's all this drama because also christy who actually seems to be a good parent as well uh is like fully supporting holly and nia and is like yeah 100 percent. nia should be rosa parks it's the only thing that makes sense she makes a joke about um abby giving it to one of the blondes because i'm pretty sure all the other girls are blonde uh and then what's her jill 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 the mother of kendall (laughs) kendall 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 god she is desperate for kendall to get anything ever and is like yeah kendall should be rosa parks (laughs) kendall the little white girl should be rosa parks and could not for the life of us see why that was a weird thing to say all the other mums are like what she she tried to poach the role from Nia <laughs> for Kendall, oh. and she's so upset when they try oh, and yeah. explain to her how inappropriate that would be. Mm-hmm. Like she is upset about it. It's like she cannot understand. Oh god, it's weird. Mm. Also, I didn't know that I've I didn't know this, but they also did a uh, dance based on the book The Help. Um, I didn't know that. Racially insensitive. I don't know why they did this. No. Uh, Jill in this season remarks, <laughs> oh. I think it will be funny 
when um so she thinks the dance that they do based on the book the help which is about segregation um she thinks it would be funny and then holly and camille try and explain why racial relations are serious because yeah you know well yes (laughs) obviously uh Ashley Allen declared that people assume that all white people are racist and described that as the shit end of the deal. I think she's just proving that all white people probably <laughs> are racist. Um, but in front of the children, like, this is I, the it, That's the problem with all of it. It's, the majority of all this drama occurs in front of the children. Yeah. And these children are crying yeah, um, that's the mo- that's really distressing. Actually, looking back, yeah, and that's the one looking thing. at how much these girls are crying. I'd be this. laughing because, like, there is a part of you that's like, well, you know, a part of this is manufactured, and we have to accept that. But yeah. then when I'm looking at that and I'm seeing Maddie Ziegler sobbing, yeah, I'm like, oh, okay, well, that's not manufactured. That's a genuine yeah. emotion that a child is having, and no one's stepping in, other than most of the time to tell them to stop crying. Like, that's yeah. the response the majority of the time is someone saying, stop crying. Um, but it should not come as a surprise to people that Jill and Kendall are now Trump supporters. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> um, but yeah, on the topic of the children seeing things that they shouldn't, Kelly and Abby's fight. Um, yeah. Which, again, this is one of the things that I was laughing so much at, but then... Uh, they're fighting about something pointless. Can't remember what it was. And a chair. Yeah. Like, I think it's stoppers won't put on a chair for a routine. No. So then Abby throws the chair at the child because... Wait, is maybe that's a different that fight. Is a different, different fight? Because I do not remember that. She throws a chair at a child. How is this woman allowed to teach? <laughs> How did she pass a DLB check? <laughs> yeah, because she... Uh, again, the fraud. No, I'm talking about the one where... so. They're having a fight about something. Uh, Abby is like putting her finger in Kelly's face, and then Kelly does it back, and she's like, "Don't put your finger in my face." Uh, and then Abby just starts biting and try like b- trying to bite oh, the yeah. finger, and like she's like gnashing away. Uh, <laughs> and it's so funny to watch a grown woman do this again. And then Kelly, this clearly just starts her fight or flight so she decides to fight she slaps abby in the face fearful that her face is going to be eaten off and then (laughs) grabs her hair then despite it's kind of being an equal fight holly in the background again being the only reasonable parent going girls out the room girls out the room over and over again uh kelly is like oh yeah this is really she's trying to eat my face and I'm quoting her there. She says, I'm not crazy. You're eating my face. And then Abby leaves and calls the police. And what is the funniest thing to me is Abby on the phone to the police saying, like, she's just describing what Kelly looks like. And it's kind of generic things to begin with. She's like, oh, she's a white woman. She's like, yay, hi, whatever. And then she says, she has a cool, trendy haircut to the police. And then it cuts to Kelly's haircut, which is the absolute depiction of of the Karen cut and and no offense to Kelly (laughs) because she's iconic but this was the fact that this was described as the trendy cool haircut of the group (laughs) really shows you and the fact that the cameramen cut to it oh incredible (laughs) TV thank you for that just incredible there was so so much fighting on that thing like oh my god and the like mocking of Abby's weight on the show like I'm not saying that it was it's not good 
it doesn't justify how badly mm. everyone acted, but like the needlessness of this fat phobia well, against a it, horrible person. Yeah, I think it's, but I think they were all doing it. I think they, they oh, yeah. they're doing it to Abby, but that just shows how they would respond to their own children if yeah. they gain weight, basically. Yeah. Which is something that happens to a lot of people that spend, like, they spend however much of their childhood doing this dancing, like, it's their whole life. And then they stop. A lot of the, th- like, it happens to a lot of people that they gain a lot of weight then. Because mm. it's natural and part of puberty. Yeah. And if that's these women's response to Abby, and I'm not saying Abby's innocent because a lot of these girls will come out now and said that Abby would call them fat. There yeah, as she well. did it to them as well. Yeah. No one's innocent except the no. children. Except the children that became Trump's supporters. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're innocent too. They're innocent. But she would just like mock their physical like their art she mocked a girl's arms saying that they look like praying mantis arms at one point and um she mocked chloe's eye which is actually like a medical thing that you can't she was like you need to fix her face you need to fix her face who did that is awful and chloe heard that yeah she said it to her oh my god (laughs) she would just Oh, she was just so mean to them. And they're just kids. They're trying to do everything for her. And she was just vindictive against them. And um, for no reason. I didn't know about this because it's one of the early seasons. There was uh, an episode where, in season two, where Abby Mm -hmm. choreographs a burlesque dance for these uh, children. children. (laughs) Yep. Uh, they're between 8 and 13 at the time. They were wearing flesh-coloured tops to give the illusion that they were topless. And this episode is apparently one of the highest-rated ones so far. Uh, and the me. airing of it. And a Californian oh man was later arrested for sending a number of inappropriate packages to Miley Ziegler and Jojo Siwa. And oh they finally God. now removed all this episode from all the streaming platforms. But for a long, long time, was this there. was just encouraging that's awful that's... disgusting paedophilic behavior well, that's what I like mean why about... did she think I have no idea well that's what I think when I see a lot of the dancers she choreographs like Rosa yeah. Parks like we joke about it but really that is quite insensitive like to do um, really insensitive it's not like for I mean it's not a way to like... commemorate yeah this is going to seem like a you strange know. thing to bring up but when like recently diversity which if you don't know is like a english dance group they did a dance that was like really controversial for very bad reasons like basically they did a dance that was just based on like the black lives matter movement and they are a majority black dance troupe and it was choreographed by a black man it had a bad response because people are racist but it was great like it was really good it was really impactful. Like, yeah, it was. Yeah. But that was done by a black man. It wasn't... <laughs> Abby Lee Miller cannot understand that. Like, she couldn't have yeah. choreographed that dance because it would have seemed insensitive. I can imagine her going to... Like, if Dance Moms had started now, I can imagine her doing a dance based on Black Lives Matter. Honestly, oh, yeah. she would have done. Wouldn't surprise me if she still is. I don't know if she's still teaching, but... If she she's is, not she's... allowed. Oh, she probably is allowed to teach, but she's not allowed on not the show Not allowed anymore. on the show, yeah, which makes sense. But she probably is still teaching, and she probably is choreographing very insensitive dancers still. Yeah. Um, And then, like, no one... Like, those girls probably have quite screwed up 
views because it, I mean imagine if you're Kendall and your mum's saying like there's no reason Kendall can't be Rosa Parks and Abby is kind of encouraging that as well yeah. like you're gonna have a bit of a messed up view aren't you like that's gonna mess things up a little bit and like the dance to do with the help as well just... which again is a tricky like the actual book itself yeah not great <laughs> not good no uh, I feel like it could be a whole episode just yep. talking about the help and the how help. terrible it was <laughs> but um like they had the opportunity because they're children and they just yeah. want to dance and you know they want to be really good but you don't have to be make it sexualized you don't have to make it like racially insensitive like you she's the exactly. adult and in that situation who's coming up with this kind of thing and she's absolutely encouraging it so one of the things i yeah. was watching like it was some clips of jojo when she was on the show 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 and um, <laughs> basically one of the comments said like everyone hates on jojo so much for dressing so young but when mm. you look at these clips like do you not understand a bit more like i'm paraphrasing there i didn't exactly say that but th- that was the message because they were saying if you look at it she's in like little skimpy things from such a l- yeah. young age and they do kind of set like if in blessed dan- dances and stuff like that they are kind of sexualizing these girls and if you spent mm. your whole childhood not really realizing that's happening but it is a little bit yeah you probably like one i could see it being a rational response to yeah kind of want to dress a bit younger for a bit longer and, and try she and... probably didn't have a childhood exactly. either like so this she her whole life has been elongated a bit yeah. yeah, and I don't blame her for that at all. No, if you don't have a childhood, you're probably trying to like grasp onto bits of what you did have. Yeah, anyway, you blame can. That. Yeah, because like these girls were kind of forced to grow up too fast. It's just, I think it's apparent from when you hear them talking on the show. I'm always thinking like, oh, they seem very mature for their age, but that's mm. not good. I don't see that as a positive no. thing. Like they're children and they're way too aware of certain things that they shouldn't be aware of at that age. I yeah. don't think and they're like children being taught that crying is wrong and like having yeah. a response, a rational response to things is wrong and that when you get shouted at by someone, you have to just stand there and accept it. And, and mm. I just don't think that's the right thing to be taught. Oh god, I'm exhausted already. <laughs> yeah. and it's, we haven't even like started on so yeah, I think I I can't really think of anything else that stands out for me in the show. There was just lots of fighting, lots of shouting, uh, lots of children crying. Yeah, I mean there was a lot of iconic bits. Kind of covered yeah. my favorite bits, or like the bits that are the most shocking, and it's like, what the hell? Um, yeah, what were they but thinking? I, you know, it's kind of better to just go watch the funny bits yourself because we're not really going to be able to convey the humor too <laughs> no. well. You have to just watch it. So, oh, have... there's one more that I've oh, just forgotten for about. Um, so there was this big thing that she always set Chloe up to fail. Like she did yeah. not like Chloe, and she always gave. She, she always like she's admitted that she doesn't like Chloe. Chloe. Like yeah, publicly. which is like what's wrong with you she's a child Mm -hmm. so she sets her up to fail with this really difficult routine but she wins it she wins it over the person she expects to win it yep abby goes to the judges and asks them if their heads are screwed on straight because she wants the result changed she wants to take it from chloe that she wants to take the win from chloe just because she doesn't like it disgusting and can you imagine when she's spoken about it openly about not liking chloe openly she says the reason she doesn't like her is because of how she's being raised so not even anything to do with chloe yeah something to do with how she's being raised and she was raised fine she was probably like uh, like i say 
Wait, is Christy Chloe's mum? Yeah. Christy's probably one of the, like, better parents on the show. And compared to, like, Melissa. Jesus. Melissa. <laughs> if there was one parent who truly exploited their children, it was Melissa. Yeah. But we'll get to Melissa. <laughs> so I think we should just have a little a little look back at um, the life and controversies of Abby Lee Miller because there are so many different bullet points I've got in the diff- for the different phases in her life. Um, and one more recent than the others, which I wasn't expecting, okay. but um, it's not that great. So she starts this in 2011. Mm-hmm. It follows her dance studio, the Abby Lee Dance... The, yeah, Abby Lee Dance Company. Yeah. Um, it was supposed to be a documentary at the beginning to show like how much pressure these children are put under and how oh, terrible it so is. So kind of like that cheerleading show they did more recently. Yeah. Okay. Like so how difficult kind of, it is. Yeah. Do you know what's worrying as well is I don't know how it works in America, but her dance studio seems like kind of a small one. Yeah. Um, and it's not one of the like elite dance studios. So if that's the amount of pressure these girls go th- through, like go through in just a like local dance studio, what are they going through when they're in the elite ones? You know, because yeah. that that scares me. And like the yeah. but she's not the worst of it. She's definitely not the worst, and I think that's quite normal. Like there is times yeah. when she's saying on it. I think I remember her saying, like, oh, one week at. I don't know if it's like a boot camp or something, but she was like, if these girls ever want to go to a boot camp, like they're going to have to get used to this level of shouting and stuff mm. like that. Because it's normal. And the reason she does it is probably because she had to face that as well. Yeah. Worrying. And this is this is what she thinks is like a good way to mm-hmm. teach people. Um, but so, yeah, it was supposed to be like, look how terrible it is that these children have to like give up their childhoods essentially to fulfill the things of their mothers because it's like yep. look at the mothers and then it became so popular yes. they did all these spin-offs and she's was like a proper personality from it she would just yep. appear on random stuff um she was always being interviewed but uh the racism of abby lee miller mm. now strap in everybody because it's yep. it's rough and let's remind everybody like these these are children these are yep. people under probably around the age of 12 some Roughly. of them are younger. I mean, I think like like Ma- eight to twelve. Maddie Ziegler is... started dancing with Abby, like the Abby Lee Miller Company, when she was two or something like that. So some of them are. That's not bit... right. Yeah, Why some... are you putting? I have no idea. One of the girls said she'd started dancing at eighteen months old. Uh-huh. You what were you doing? Like waddling about? Like oh yeah, probably like we oh. on the floor or something. Jesus. <laughs> I, but it's right. It's the mums who are like oh failed dreams. Yeah. I wanted to be a dancer. Don't force your child into dancing at two because they're never gonna like how maddie's eagler maybe would have hated dancing if she'd have just got to it when she had any coherent thoughts but instead she was two just like woo. that's awful and there was a i think it was an interview with jojo's mum oh yeah she says like as soon as she knew she was having a girl this girl she knew this girl was going to be a dancer and it's like (sighs) it does it does give me the heebie-jeebies i'll give you that it's a bit weird it's, it's a, a little, little bit, weird. bit weird how much they like it. yeah because like jojo's mum i love jojo but jojo's mum wanted jojo to be famous and was like yeah. going to get it done no matter what which is not great parenting <laughs> in our opinion no i mean she might be great at being a parent in every other way but yeah. that isn't the super healthiest thing no, no, absolutely not. No. So the the racism of Abby Lee Miller. 
she would always typecast Nia, who was the only black dancer for a very long time, in aggressive roles. So oh in God. like different group settings, she was the bully or a kidnapper. Um, she also subjected her to many a microaggression. Yep. Um, so she would, there's a clip of her screaming at her to fix, in inverted commas, her box braids because <gasps> apparently she couldn't work with them. Um, she also made her bark and wear a dog collar in another routine, Jesus. which is just sick. And she never gave her like any recognition as well. There's that as well. Like I don't think she, yeah, she would. She didn't give her the roles that she deserved, and that was why the whole Rosa Parks thing was such a big deal because yeah. it was like finally you're gonna give was... my child like the main part essentially. Yeah. And even then she was like, no, I need I need her to work for it. Well, she's been working yeah. all this time. You just won't give her credit. Yeah. And yeah. again, she's a child. But like the yeah. other mothers would also contribute to this, so yeah. they would also act in a very like ignorant racist way towards both holly and nia um so in 2020 like everyone else in the world that wants to be a performer for activist uh abby lee miller posts a black square on instagram yep uh for blackout tuesday which then causes adriana smith mother of dance mom season eight dancer cameron to share that her and her daughter left the show because of their racist experiences with abby lee miller uh, she talks about how Miller had said, I know you grew up in the hood with only a box of eight crayons, but I grew up in the country club with a box of 64. Don't be stupid. What? Okay, that, I'm sure that made no sense in context either, but Jesus. What like, sh- what What yeah. are you talking about? I have no like, idea. genuinely. That makes so, no sense. And it's really, like, sad how she talks about her decision to actually take Cameron out because Cameron didn't want to leave. She was like, this is my opportunity. And she was like, I don't want to take that from her. She was really angry at me, but I was not going to let my daughter be subjected to this really like toxic racist environment, which I think is really difficult when you've got like the pressure of this is it this is her way in like she could her career could be made from this experience in the show. I think you've just got to think long term like this is her career could be made but like what use is it her having a what career and yeah. no confidence whatsoever yeah uh, and just being like essentially abused for her whole life like i just don't think yeah. that's healthy yeah she could have had a career out of it but i mean look at the girls like even maddie ziegler like she's doing things but she's not maybe doing as much as she wanted to do she started yeah. out the show wanting to be on broadway and she's not she's doing not that yeah but hopefully no. one day she will be. Yeah. <laughs> Good luck, Maddie. <laughs> um, so the day after this is posted, another mother, Camille, accused Miller of racist treatment of Cameron yep. and said the environment was extremely hostile. She told E! News that Miller tried to spring Cameron as being the poor one and they were there on a scholarship. She would say the most terrible things on camera. It was a traumatic experience I wish on no one. Then, so we're on like, I think she posted on the 2nd of June. This yep. was 3rd of June, 4th of June. Uh, she deletes it. <laughs> she deletes <laughs> the black square. Yeah. Uh, issues an apology on Instagram, which she claims for responsibility. She says she promises to learn and better educate herself on these issues and that she says she's working on gaining forgiveness from them. Adriana Smith said she didn't accept this apology because she didn't Fair think enough. it was sincere and supports yeah. the other girls and women of colour who have been victims of the racism of the hands of Abby Lee Miller yeah. in the industry because... She did it publicly. She didn't reach out to any of the mums or the daughters to say, exactly. I am so sorry for ha- the so way that I... she's not really working to get their forgiveness, She's not sorry. She? If she's not no. said sorry to them, how is she working towards their forgiveness? Exactly. 
she just did it like one public apology and it's so typical of that i think in that time as well it was such like a crux of it and everyone was racing to try and show that they were you know they were there to support it but actually not doing the work and has this like racist history of like racially abusing children like yeah that she wasn't she wasn't properly sorry for anyway so this seems to be the final straw because lifetime sever the ties with miller because of the allegations um and they cancelled her up and coming spin-off season which was going to be like a virtual dance thing because it was a pandemic she wouldn't uh she wouldn't return to dance moms if it was renewed for a ninth season um also too little too late they would they continued to air her views they continued to support her when she was making the money yeah um and they only stopped it when it became like in this charged environment that everyone was making it look like well we don't stand with racists and yet we've been benefiting from this racist for 10 years at this point like lifetime do not care because no. they were happy for these children to be exploited for years. They yeah. knew that there was racism happening. Because you can see it on the TV shows. And you, I'm sure it. they had insider knowledge as well. Yeah. They were... they. If it hadn't have been a public thing, it would not have been an issue. Like, they would not have done yeah. anything. If those mums that had experienced racism had gone directly to Lifetime, Lifetime would have done nothing about it. No, because they they were getting money. They don't care. Like people no. like the shows, they'll make money, so they're not going to stop it. But just it's not going to make money anymore. So yeah, Abby Lee exactly. is no longer good for them. She is, and but it's taken a lot for them to drop her because mm. she's been accused of a emotional abuse lawsuits. Well, yeah, uh, twenty fourteen. <laughs> Yep. I th- was it Kelly? Yeah, it was Kelly so. and Paige. Mm-hmm. Uh, so um, I think it was in Kelly's lawsuit. Mm-hmm. They also say that the producers encouraged this violent behaviour to create this like combative atmosphere to attract the viewers, which I 100% believe they did. Like We know yeah. that reality TV producers are the kind of gods in Literally, the world yeah. of mm. the reality TV that they're in. Um, so it was a $5 million lawsuit filed against Collins Avenue Entertainment for staging disagreements that ended in a fight between Kelly and Abby, Abby Lee Miller. Yep. Paige Highland filed an emotional distress lawsuit also, but both of these lawsuits were later dropped. So yeah, not sure why I don't know why was. they were dropped. I don't know if anyone knows why they would have been dropped. Can you let us know, please? Because I have no idea. I saw this. Because I couldn't find confused. it anyway. It was just like... Yeah, there was. Do you think they were just paid off, like paid off, basically? I think with the emotional distress one, I think the judge ruled that it he dismissed it. How though? Like for insufficient evidence, but like. But the TV show is surely evidence enough. Surely, because we all watched it and we could see the children very distressed, because there was two adults screaming at each other, and again, Abby trying to eat someone's face. That's quite emotionally distressing. <laughs> but even just what she was doing, like she would always just pick on one girl during each season, make them feel terrible. Yes. It was JoJo when she was on it and they would do, like JoJo would do anything to try and make her happy and she just wouldn't be happy. It was Chloe. She picked on Paige and Brooke because Abby and Kelly would always start fighting. So it's because she yeah. didn't like Kelly that she started to fight with her. Uh, she would pit the other girls against Maddie, always yeah. compared the other girls to maddie and it's it became a thing where it was like and at the top of the pyramid is maddie and it's a meme (laughs) and it's funny but like behind it it's just like 
pitching children against each other. Yeah. And the JoJo thing as well, like, I blame the producers partially because the producers wanted her, because apparently there's this whole Abby Lee Miller dance competition as well. And, like, okay. the person who would win that would get a scholarship to go to the Abby Lee Miller dance company company and then get on the show essentially um jojo because obviously she's quite the personality they were like we're getting her on the show and then she was made to be the villain of the show like they made that happen they made it seem that way and also they knew abby didn't like her and never wanted her on the show because she didn't think she was a good dancer Mm. um so they were aware of that and they encouraged that drama so they were encouraging drama between a grown woman and a child mm. who was literally just doing what she was told and being a little bit mouthy back but like yeah because and then like she of course she was i feel like if you took me well no actually i was a really quiet child a lot of children would be mouthy <laughs> <laughs> yeah not me and you but probably yeah i would have just been like yes <laughs> yes miss abby <laughs> just cry yeah. and walk through the door no, and just cry. but then she'd be like i don't want to see any crying children and i would be like oh, yeah sorry <laughs> just make me cry hard that's what happened to me when i tried to join was it guides was, was it guides? Someone below brownies guides? i hate brownies, brownies. Yeah. i left immediately so did i because I, I made it up in. for rainbows and then they were all mean and i was like not doing this and she made everyone stand in like a line. I had to introduce myself to all of them individually, like some sort of queen oh my God, thing. God, that's weird. And then I was just so socially. I don't know why, because I'm fine now. Yeah, but I was same. just like, I just didn't want to be away from my mum. I think, and I was like, yeah. cry- so I just started to cry. And she was like, well, they won't take you seriously if you cry. And I was like, mum, please don't take me back. I was just, I was just upset. Did they actually I just didn't say that to you? Yeah, she did. <laughs> Dragging me along Shh. by that. <laughs> They won't take you seriously if you cry. I used to cry everywhere. I, I wish I still could now. I think someone said to me at one point, you're such a crybaby, and then I stopped. And I was like, never crying again. Uh, but up until that point, big cry. I really enjoyed it. I wish I could bring it back. Actually, thinking about it now, I probably cry more in public than I ever have in my life. Like, I've cried on buses before. <laughs> I've cried on the train. I've cried on the train platform. <laughs> like, having full meltdowns Very in cathartic experience crying on public transport. But trying not, trying to hide it as well. Oh, like, it's so awkward. It is so <laughs> awkward trying to hide a breakdown on a public transport. I do think having a mask is helpful. helpful. And just really being, and when it's hay fever season, just being absorbed. like, it's allergies. <laughs> God, it's such a, and like, it's middle of winter. There is no pollen out there. Oh my God, my hay fever today. Whew, cannot believe I'm it. I'm fine. Yeah, it's just hay fever. <laughs> but yes, Miss Abby Lee Miller. She did not stand for a breakdown, which means me and her would not have gotten on. No. No. I wouldn't have made it through the door. I mean, I'm untalented anyway, but... Yeah, like, I tried to compare it to my own experience of doing dancing, because, as you should all know, I'm just a really talented dancer. Um, (laughs) I have a passion. What is... um... A passion for... What's the, t- what's the rhyme? You can't see this, but Holly is doing some excellent moves with just her hands. I'm a freestyle dance teacher. Oh, I do, love her. do, do, do. That was. Uh, you should all know that I did dance for a solid 10 years and like four different <laughs> types and all at once. <laughs> I was I was not good at any of them, and my that dance, can't be true. No, no, genuinely, my dance teacher did not like me. Like she did not oh. like me. Uh, 
I do kind of relate to the girls at Abby Lee Miller that were hated by Abby Lee because this woman did not like me. Uh, I, I'm i so bad that I refused to do any of the um, exams ever. I was just like, anytime they were doing an exam, I was like, you're never going to guess what? I'm not doing this oh, uh, once again. But you, did you enjoy it though? You must have. Why did you do it for 10 years? Really, do you know what it was? I'm being honest here. One, I'm not a quitter. Two, I thought that everyone else wanted me to do it. Like, I thought my mum and dad really oh. wanted me to do it. So, Dan's mums, I relate. I thought they were, like, really wanted me to keep keep it up. So, I was like, yeah, I'm going to keep going. And then one time, my mum was like, why don't you just quit? And then I realised that all this time, I had wasted so much of their money because they had never been bothered. They never cared. Oh. If anything, it was a nuisance to them. And I oh, honestly no. only continued with it because I thought they wanted me to. Because um, the whole time, I, uh, I don't know why I did it. I honestly don't know. And then I gave it up because I was like in a play and I was like, oh, I, I need to focus all my energy in this like background character in my school play. So I quit <laughs> like four different <laughs> types of dance. Uh, I was kind of a tr- child prodigy. Um, but... <laughs> I'm just imagining that with like if my mum had cared about me being good and also if that was on TV Mm. would I be mentally stable today? No. Not at all. (laughs) No. No. It seems traumatising and I feel like uh, back to Abby anyway. Um, What did she do after that? Wherever Uh, we were. so, aside from emotionally abusing children, <laughs> she got a little into a little bit of hot water with. Is this the, her going to jail? Uh, IRS. Yeah. Right. So I vaguely knew in the back of my mind. I must have known this information that she went to jail, but I had put it, filed it into information that I don't need and forgotten. And then when I was researching and it came up about her time in jail, I was like. Oh my god, she actually went to jail. Because I think I, I had the exact yeah. same thing. I was like reading a different article, and it had an interview with her talking about going to jail, like before she went to jail. And I was like, "Hold on, I need I, to go right? back and see what happened." I because think, what she went to jail? I knew she was had problems for like fraud, and I thought maybe she was fined, <laughs> but I didn't know she'd actually gone to jail. Because yeah. can you imagine her in jail? Because how I'm oh imagining it is, you know, the end of Paddington Two when Hugh Grant goes to jail and he starts like. He creates a musical in the jail. <laughs> I wonder if Abby like attempted to do the same thing. She was like trying to teach them all dance, and she was like, oh, one, two, three, four, and they were doing a whole dances because actually that sounds very wholesome. Um, it sounds lovely, yeah, but I feel like it didn't happen. <laughs> I don't think it did. Um, so twenty ten, it all starts in twenty ten. So this is before Dance Moms. Yep. She filed for bankruptcy. Because she owed more than $400,000 in back taxes to the IRS. <laughs> um, which is a lot of money lot to of be money. hiding from the tax yeah. man. Like, Very girl that's boss. All, that's a her. lot of money. Very girl boss. Very girl mm. boss. This, I think this is the most it's girl the most boss she's girl ever boss, been. Yeah. This is the time in her life. So it was... Right, so she files a bankruptcy, but then she gets hired for Dance Moms. Yeah, and that so. starts the ball rolling. So her financial situation drastically improves and continues to gain speed from yep. there on 
2015, she was indicted by the Department of Justice for fraud because she created a secret bank account in 2012-2013 and used it to hide the income from Masterclass's TV deals, merchandise sales, in addition to failing to file required monthly reports of the income with the bankruptcy courts for 13 months. Uh, Abby! Like, how do you, how do you do, you can't... What you, is it like I declare bankruptcy <laughs> and then like that's it yeah like, that's she genuinely thought it was the Michael Scott like oh I've done that now yeah. but now I'm getting money so it's fine it'll just work itself out I think that's probably true <laughs> I honestly do I think she's probably just confused <laughs> but someone someone should have ugh. no actually she probably knew what was happening and thought she'd yeah make because money she hid $755,000 during this time that's how much she was hiding in this secret bank account. Yeah, That's you can't really million. plead innocence there, can you? <laughs> <laughs> Which she Whilst did, though. Still, like... She did. She pleaded not guilty. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the trial, for some reason, keeps getting delayed. Yeah. It's delayed, like, five times. Yeah. Um, but she pleads not guilty, so they go through the trial, but then she does reach a deal with the IRS criminal investigators to enter her guilty plea with reduced charges in June 2016. Uh, so also, Dance Moms is still going on at this point. So like, all That's this is just I'm... going on in the background. What happened on Dance Moms when she went to prison? I think they just stopped doing it because it wasn't for very long. Yeah, she was like a year away, right? It was. She was sentenced to a year and a day at federal prison, May twenty seventeen. She paid a forty thousand dollar fine, a hundred twenty thousand dollar judgment, and gave a DNA sample relating to her felony charge, this which I don't weird. understand. What is that? Why? Know. Is it I in case she commits too. another crime? Like she burgles I something and they've got so. her DNA? Like I have no idea, but I, that's what I'm assuming was the case. So what do they think she's going to do next? Because <laughs> I've never, i never heard of people Kill having to someone. submit. <laughs> could you see her killing someone? Because I yes. could see her at least kidnapping Maddie Ziegler. <laughs> Because Maddie's cut her ties, which exactly. we will get on to. But um, <laughs> yeah, she needs to bring her back back to the fold. Um, yep. So she was in prison from July 2017 until May the 25th, 2018. Because, and she got, got time off for good behaviour. So she must have been a good... Yes, because she was probably uh, teaching doing dance lessons in the prison. <laughs> <laughs> it would be kind of good. Maybe they should... I wonder if there is dance lessons at prison. There's, there I'm imagining so. If anyone knows, let us know. <laughs> Do you think Abby Lee Miller was teach like using her skills in prison? <laughs> just on scarier people. <laughs> that I just children. think that's the only way she's going to get by. That's the only thing yeah, she has to offer in prison. Yeah, like she's 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 not a very pleasant personality, no. so that doesn't go down well. Uh, and then another dramatic turn in her life story. Oh, yeah. She's diagnosed with Burkitt lymphoma on her spine, which went into remission. Um, so that's good. Yeah. But she currently uses a wheelchair, which is why she's wheeling yeah. about in a lot of the later series and uh, is learning how to walk yeah. again. So it's a bit of sadder news. I mean, but like, I hope she's like well. That's, oh, I don't know what it is about. I mean, all cancer is terrible, but, but that, yeah, that seems like a... spine cancer. Just yeah, oh my god, it, it's vicious. Yeah. No. So again. People are multifaceted. They can have tragedy, whilst also well, all of it was tragedy, children. but some of it was she was responsible for. Like she's responsible yeah. for the fr- prison time, 
And she's also yeah, responsible she for the fact that, that basically everyone from Dance Moms does not talk to her anymore. Except for Jojo Siwa, yeah. for some reason. Even though... She- <laughs> I don't know if it's some form of like Stockholm syndrome for Jojo. Because <laughs> yeah. uh, I don't know why. She, she went to Thanksgiving at the Seawars house. Wow. Like, they spend holidays together. That's so I weird. know. You need to cut her out of your life, Jojo. Yeah, Jojo, that's like inviting what a bully around. What are the odds that Abby Lee will turn up when Jojo is on Dancing with the Stars and be in like oh uh, yeah hundred percent she's gonna be in the audience right yeah okay can't wait <laughs> do you remember when Carol you Baskin was on the last wait. season of Dancing with the Stars I forgot, I forgot about, about that. that it's just come back into my mind because I was thinking like what if Joe Exotic turned up to watch her dance <laughs> <laughs> that would be incredible what did did she do well do no you I don't think she did well. Did she not? She was oh, like, that's a shame. I think she was maybe kept in because people were like, wow, it's Carol Baskin. But after a bit, the novelty <laughs> does wear off. She's like, okay. <laughs> yeah, they're a bit yeah. shit. <laughs> okay. Um, shall we talk about. So, Maddie. Yeah. Yes. So, the thing is, most of the girls from Dance Moms no longer talk to Abby Lee Miller, which is fair enough. Which I think is healthy. healthy <laughs> and what should happen. Yeah. I'm talking to you, JoJo. Let her go. Um, let her go go <laughs> let her go go it's too hard not to do it <laughs> Maddie Ziegler is one person in particular because when she was on the show uh, Abby literally referred to um, Maddie as her daughter yeah. and that she shared her with Melissa and Melissa encouraged this Yeah, which is very strange now I feel like I want to preface this whole bit where we talk about Maddie and how she was exploited with one clip that I always remember really, like, in particular, where Maddie is sick, like, really unwell, and they're watching, like, the mums are, like, watching them dance, and she's, and the mums are like, oh, Maddie's practically green, like, she looks really unwell, and she's like, you know, like, when you kind of gag a bit, she's doing that, but she's still dancing, and then she starts crying, and Melissa takes her out, and she's like, stop crying, stop crying, go into the toilet, whatever, and she's like, my stomach hurts, my stomach hurts, and she's clearly unwell, Uh, And then she's saying, I want to go home. Specifically saying, I want to go home. And her mum's just saying, I can't stand a child that's sick. And Abby's like, come on, come on, you got to dance. And she just goes back and starts dancing again. Like, immediately Mm. comes from the toilet, goes back, starts dancing. That is the sort of mindset that this girl has grown up with. Yeah. That, and her mum has encouraged these relationships with other people that she needs to be working, even when she's sick. That is a mindset she will have now. And that worries me for her. It's um, so sad. Because yeah. it's like, you're told that you're actually, you know, like, rest is important. Mm-hmm. And being, you know, part of, like, having a healthy relationship yeah. with your body. And everything is about actually listening to it when it's, like, telling you. And, like, when you're ill, yeah. you shouldn't be doing anything. And you've got these adults who are, like, fighting over parental rights to you, yeah. essentially. Basically. Letting this woman have this delusion that you are her child. Mm-hmm. And you just go, like, oh, it's so, it makes me so sad because, you know, she's just a child in this. She can't be like, yeah. actually, no, I'm, she's told them I'm not well. And, and they, they don't, don't believe listen. her. They and they don't, don't care. Well, it's not that they, they do believe her, but they're like, well, you, you know, her mum keeps going, she's it. never missed dance. She's never missed dance. So she just never does. Like, it doesn't change. And did, um, you, did you hear that thing where she, um, they were talking about how, well, I think Abby said it in a 
interview mm-hmm. where she would say like, well, there's a reason that Maddie was the best one because her mum used to bring her in the lunch break to the dance studio to learn routines so Mm. she had more time than the other kids but like to take them out of school so she's not getting like a break they ended up i might be wrong because it was definitely discussed i don't know if it ended up happening but they might have ended up homeschooling maddie so that there was more time for her to go dancing oh my god and then like but she's not like, she's doing really well, and her career is good, and I'm sure she's making a lot of money, but she's not really using it. Like, she missed yeah. out on an education. I'm sure Melissa did a great job of homeschooling, but, like, she's missed out on an education to dance constantly and doesn't really do it anymore because she never... Like, now she has the choice, she's not really doing it. Because she... Yeah. Like, she okay, she does the occasional seer stuff, but it's not... That's not really what she wanted to do. Yeah, that's very bizarre to me that she literally, they put aside her education to do this and she never really had a choice in it. Yeah. Um, But yeah, so Maddie leaves the Abby Lee Miller dance studio to be in a Sia music video. The two might not be related, but they also might be. I can't remember. Can't remember which music video it was. I think it was Chandelier. It was Chandelier. And it's a pretty good video. Like, yeah, great work. Um, Stylistically fun. Love it. And then I think recently we've kind of started to question this, that whole relationship. Yeah. Because it wasn't just that video. Then there was another video, which I can't remember which video this one was, but it was the one with Shia LaBeouf in it as well. And they're dancing in a cage and it's very uncomfortable because she's like, uh, Maddie is dressed in like nude clothing so she kind of mm. looks naked and it's very uncomfortable that this grown man is like grabbing her and stuff like that um, especially because it's Shia LaBeouf yeah. so there was that I think Maddie ends up going on tours with her she goes around the world with her she's even, even more videos and then most recently she is in Sia's film music which we all know how that turned out Sia's aim with this was that she would she was worried about giving Maddie all this fame as such a young child because essentially that's what shot Maddie into being more of a known person she was worried that she was responsible for that and so wanted to keep Maddie safe and she thought the best way to do this was to just give her more and more roles that she had Mm. created so she wouldn't be like exploited by other people but didn't she just essentially do what she didn't want to happen? She yeah. essentially just exploited a child for her, uh, which is weird. I don't really get the mindset there. And it seems like she kind of has like a savior complex when it comes to Maddie. Yeah. I think it's probably because the difficulty is the way that Maddie has been brought up mm-hmm. is to as soon as an adult tells you something, you do it. Yeah. Like, without... So then the adult responds positively to yeah. that because you're pushing yourself to your limit to do it. Yeah. So I think Sia probably went in with good intentions because she was like, she's yeah, really definitely. talented. I really like her work. I really think we can work well together. Mm-hmm. I want to make sure that she's looked after in this industry. So I will, you know, create a safe space. I'll use my influence in a good way. Yep. Yeah. But then has... Maddie keeps giving her what she wants so she's like well i'll keep using maddie for all these different roles like maddie's not gonna say no to dancing nearly nude with 
arch predator Shia LaBeouf. Like, you know, you've kind of put her in situations where, you know, she's like this ideal child star where she just doesn't, she doesn't, she probably wouldn't be able to say no because this is like, this is what she's been groomed to do in a way. And also it's controlling. Like, because Sia has said that she's also stopped Maddie from taking other roles because she doesn't Mm. think that, like, she thinks Maddie's too good for them. But then we'll give Maddie all her roles yeah. because she wants her to do them. So she thought, I don't, we don't know what the role was that she stopped Maddie from taking, but we can assume that it was probably better than her role in music, which was yeah. not good for Maddie's career and essentially could have ruined it if people yeah. hadn't been more understanding that she was young and Sia probably, well, Sia essentially did make her do it because... Uh, Maddie turned up on the first day and was crying, saying, yeah. I don't want to offend anyone, and could clearly see that it wasn't right. And Sia was like, No, mm. it'll be fine. So I think and it's, it's the same pattern. Like, as soon as you said she turned up on the first day and she was crying, it was like, That's what she used to do in the dance studio. And they didn't listen to her, so she mm-hmm. did it anyway. Like, exactly. That is not the duty of care and making sure that somebody, like, that is, you have money in this, you have a financial reason for carrying this on you don't really care whether you've decided that this is the child you want to play in it and she's not i mean i don't know how old she is she 18 now i think yeah she's she's like she's like a teenager now yeah but still she didn't want to do it and sia ignored that and also sia has this whole back to the sort of savior complexy thing i've heard her mention it a couple of times when she says that she stopped maddie ziegler getting on a plane with harvey weinstein which is oh great God. like well done but a couple of things on that you still let her dance with shia labeouf like you're not yeah. the queen of stopping maddie from getting into um bad situations yeah and also if you knew about harvey weinstein or you suspected why weren't you helping all the other girls out there? Why yeah. just Maddie? Like, there are so many other girls that will have gotten to planes with him and didn't have you to stop them. Why weren't you talking yeah. out if you knew? Like, I know yeah. not necessarily that people would believe her, but why wasn't she speaking out? She could have stopped, like, I'm not putting that responsibility on her, yeah. but if you're so keen to say that you are, like, you're the saviour to Maddie Ziegler, essentially, yeah. what about the other people? Like, why her specifically? Because apparently she used one of the other girls from Dance Mums, like, a late season in another music video of hers. And then never, like, spoke to them again. And this girl never even met Sia. She just turned up, did the dance. So it's like a specific obsession with Maddie. Mm. Who, again, Melissa is encouraging this because um, Sia refers to herself as, like, an adoptive mother or that she shares... Yeah, that she shares... um, maddie with melissa and that um she would adopt maddie if she didn't have melissa and that she would love to adopt maddie and stuff like this Mm. she constantly like puts herself in the position of mother again which is exactly what abby did before so they're just melissa is just basically putting her daughter into the same relationships again and let's not talk about melissa mentioning how when her child was about 12 she would have sleepovers with sia where they would cuddle is that not weird like that's weird that's oh that's horrible especially like i mean there's always been weird relationship stuff like uh, maddie didn't want to have her first kiss with another male dancer when she was 11 um 
but Abby, to show that, like, kissing is not a big deal, she get over it, kiss Maddie on the lips. Oh, yes. To demonstrate, like, mm-hmm. that's absolutely fine. And when Maddie chose to, like, part ways mm-hmm. with Abby, Abby says, like, she misses her and that's not the kid she raised. Like, they yeah. are the words that she said. So she has just replaced Abby Lee Miller <laughs> with yeah. Sia, yeah. which is bonkers to me. Because it's like, like, don't, you're not protecting your child. No. Like, if you're letting these adults, yeah, there's probably no malicious intent, in, but no. still, it's very possessive. It's, it's very, yeah. like, it's still wrong. I mean, like, yeah, she's she's just gone from the same relationship to the same again. It's just the same. Yeah. Abby was constantly putting Maddie on the top of the pyramid is kind of the same as Thea constantly wanting to have Maddie do all her music videos and all her roles. Yeah. And she refers to Maddie as her muse. That's mm. like, why are you putting that responsibility on a child? And why is a yeah. child your muse? There are yeah. like so many other adults that you could have be your yeah. muse if you wanted. It's just an unfair amount of responsibility you put on this child. And yeah, it's the worst thing she did was the music thing. Because like, this is why yeah. you can't protect this girl. Because now she's constantly associated with you and when you do something problematic, it's reflecting badly on her and she's a child. Yeah. Oh, it's so dodgy. I mm. thought I knew like it was kinda dodgy, but actually the instant comparison has just made it ten times worse. Well it's <laughs> like, one of those things possible. like when I think I first heard people saying that like like occasionally people be like, I think Sia is grooming Maddie's eagle or had groomed mm. Maddie's eagle. And when I first heard those things, I was like, oh no, I think she's just trying to do like a nice like thing. I think her. she's trying to protect yeah. her. And then when I looked into it and I saw those comparisons, I was like, well, whatever it is, it's weird. Like it shouldn't yeah. be happening. And yeah. I don't know why her mum is, I mean, either of her parents, I don't really know much about her dad. It's just because I know her mum from Dan's mums. I don't know why they're, letting their child to get into these situations yeah they're all quarantining together or they all quarantined together during um did they yeah so it was uh sia and then maddie's whole family oh, all quarantined so together why because it's not like i mean sia is closer in age to maddie's mum and it's not like they're yeah. the besties it's sia and maddie oh it's horrible that's weird because that's especially, like, it's not this, but when they talk about the, like, steps of grooming, but it, it's often, like, a family friend that chooses yeah. a child and then works to separate that child yep. away from the family once mm-hmm. they turn 18. So, like, even if it's not insidious, it's it's still wrong. Like, it's, it's still... It's at least controlling. It's really having a weird, yeah. con- like, why d- she wants a lot of control over Maddie, essentially. And yeah. she was the one when Maddie turned 16, she bought Maddie her first car. Not Maddie's parents. Oh, that's so weird. Sia did. And she's controlling the roles she takes. She's telling her not to take certain roles. Yeah. And it's backfiring. So I hope it's changing, but, like, they still seem to be living together. I've not seen anything since that, so. Oh, that's horrible! I hate that. Yeah, don't live, don't live with her. They, maybe it's Stop changed it. now, but like the last I heard, they were all communing. Oh, I didn't think Sia would turn out this way. But she did. I don't think we expected. But she did. It. I don't think we expect. It's really been a downward spiral for Sia's career. <laughs> but it's all of her own making. It is. Like <laughs> she it's didn't fully have to her. do this. She didn't, didn't have, have to do, do any of it. Um. If you yeah. want us to talk about Sia's film music in more depth, 
potentially that is something we would be interested in doing because yeah. it is maybe one of the most problematic things to exist in yeah. recent times in terms of ableism there's obviously lots of more problematic things <laughs> in the world unfortunately yeah, pre- presentation of autism uh it is not it no nope. no nope, not at all and as much as sia was told this she refused to believe it despite <laughs> the fact that she is not autistic and she was told by people with autism yeah and she ignored them yeah. uh so are we done with dance moms I think we're done with dance mums because it seems like, you know, Abili Miller, Miller finally got cancelled. Um, yeah. Jojo is thriving. Yes. One I- of the girls is a Trump supporter. Two of the girls are Trump supporters. Two of them? Yes, I can tell you who it is. Bear with. Um, it's Kendall is one of them. Yeah, Kendall and Kalani are both Trump supporters. And it's not something like, it's not that people have like deep dived and found like a hint that they might be a Trump supporter. (laughs) It's that they have openly both said it. And been like, yay! Little Trumpies. That's who they are. Yeah, so, but they're, you know, the rest seem seem great. (laughs) And have been talking out about their bad experiences. So well done, girls. Like, proud of you. uh, I think Nia is like, yeah, Nia is a ucla so she's doing really well for herself and chloe is like apparently a published writer now and writes like poetry and stuff and she's at uh, pepperdine university so they're both doing really well and i hope they're happy and doing like you know moving on from the trauma of the past and getting therapy if they need it absolutely uh and i'm just happy with like how things are going for them and the other girls except for the little trump supporters but maybe that's a lapse in judgment we don't know do we maybe we do considering again (laughs) the trajectory of the show and the problematic dancers and the fact they had no problem with them anyway tiktoks yes my do you have yours ready mine this week i really don't know how i'm going to explain it because (laughs) it feels like a fever dream watching it it's by (laughs) at kiki on the cob so if you want to find it you can find it there or it'll be on the instagram um and I just really don't know how to explain it, but it's like, it begins with a video she's made and then she stitches it herself and tells this story time, which it's a fake story time, but it's about this whole fake story of her meeting Mark Zuckerberg and they like <laughs> sit down and really open up to each other and they're just having a full on chat and she calls him Marky Mark and he gets really upset and they like cry <laughs> together about it. And I really, I you just need to watch it because I, I don't really know why she made it and why I enjoy it. Because mm. for a bit, like when she first started, I don't know if I was having a lapse in judgment, but I was like, this is real. She really spoke <laughs> to Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> but she obviously didn't. But yeah, there's my TikTok of the week. Enjoy it, guys. Um, Mine is a bit... a bit niche, but it's okay. fine. So it's from at Milton Keynes hate page. Oh my gosh, I keep seeing these all over my For You page. <laughs> why is everyone hating on Milton Keynes? I don't know. But it's it's a clip of a uh, Instagram story that AOC did. Yes. Oh my, I'm so confused by this. <laughs> she says, um, I was just reading today about how in 1930, famed economist Milton Keynes predicted that by 2030, GDP and technology would have advanced so much, bloody, bloody, blah. So she's making a very good point. But I think she means Maynard Keynes. I think she does. Uh, she's mixed up two economists. The yeah, one's I can't remember first what the name is Milton is. and the other one's second name is Keynes. 
And apparently all the comments were saying, like, she did... What was her degree? Like, um... It was econ- It was economics, Yeah, and they were like, he's the first person you learn when you do an economics degree. And yeah, it was, Mil- it was Milton Friedman. Yeah, he's the first um, person you learn about or Maynard something. Keynes. And she was like, I can't- everyone was saying, I cannot believe she's done this. But it, <laughs> comedy-wise, it's beautiful. It's amazing. And um, the Milton Keynes hate page, obviously, is very proud to have posted this. Um, because they've had an endorsement from AOC. <laughs> I- I'm just very confused what's going on with them. Like, why am I specifically now seeing so much Milton Keynes hate? I don't know. I keep seeing it. Every day I get a new post from the Milton Keynes hate page. Me too. They- and I get one of the, a girl that's learning how to crawl really fast. I keep getting her as well. I haven't seen her. Have you not? No. Oh, she sounds you might see great. In the next couple of days. Okay, can't wait. <laughs> My phone's listening now. Like, then as soon as I open TikTok, it'll be one Milton Keynes TikTok and then one of this girl <laughs> learning how to crawl. Apparently. Uh, okay, well that's it from me today. Yeah, and me. Great, because you could just talk for another half an hour if you want. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Um, hope you enjoyed, guys. Like I say, follow the social media you know leave a review if you want and uh, we will speak to you next week we will bye